Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1884, What I've Learned from My 100-Year-Old Father, by Kathy Robinson of AthenaWellness.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks so much for joining another episode of Optimal Relationships Daily with me, your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Now, although parenting articles are saved for Thursdays and Fridays, uh, today's post is not so much an instructional article for parents. Uh, but rather a commentary on what and how we might learn from our parents. This certainly applies to anyone, whether or not they have kids of their own. So I'm really happy to share it with you today. Let's dive in and see what we can learn as we optimize your life. What I've Learned from My 100-Year-Old Father by Kathy Robinson of AthenaWellness.com My father was born in 1922. Last year, he turned 100 years old. When my mother passed a few years back, he decided it was time to sell his home and move into an unassisted living facility. Aside from some industrial deafness and impaired sight from macular degeneration, he is remarkably spry in both mind and body, and strong in spirit. He can easily pass for someone 20 years his junior. When the pandemic hit, he was locked down in his studio apartment for the better part of 15 months, We connected by video calls and behind-the-glass visits, him standing inside the facility hallway, me standing on a walkway outside. Homemade food was dropped off for each 2020 holiday that we missed celebrating together, including his birthday. In those first few scary months, we got the news that he tested positive for the coronavirus, which was raging through assisted living facilities in the New York, New Jersey area. He was further quarantined in the facility's hospital wing, even though he was completely asymptomatic. Remarkably, he remained asymptomatic for the duration of his mandated quarantine, walking back to his apartment while the residents lined the hall and cheered his return. So many others were not so lucky. How is it possible for a then 98-year-old man to have caught the virus with no ill effects? And how does a now 100-year-old man keep himself looking so young? We can rule out genes. His father died when he was in his 50s, and his mother died when she was in her 40s, His two older siblings died in their 80s. Since I'm not a medical doctor, I can't even venture a guess as to why he was not physically impacted. But as his daughter, here's what I've observed that I believe has added to his overall longevity and ongoing vitality. Number 1. Moderation Perhaps it was due to growing up during the Depression years, but I cannot recall ever seeing my dad overindulging. He's a a three-square-meals-a-day kind of guy, favoring whole, natural foods and portion sizes from last century. No supersize or processed or fast food for him. During his working years, he allowed himself one shot of scotch with water over ice while watching the 10 p.m. news. He lost his taste for most alcohol when he reached his 90s. His vice these days is chocolate, one or two squares per night. Number 2. Disciplined Activity Pre-pandemic, My father walked down to his meals three times a day, to his afternoon activities, and welcomed visits from his kids, 
grandkids, and great-grandkids. He's a little more sedentary these days, but is still an early riser and is showered, shaved, his head full of hair combed, and dressed before breakfast. A World War II Navy man, his room is always tidy and his bed made. Number 3. Ease My father is a quiet man and allows things to evolve naturally, whether it's the easy listening music he enjoys or the grace with which he moved his body on the gym mat as a state champion gymnast, gliding across the floor when he danced with my mom, doing a backflip off of a diving board, throwing a bowling ball or spontaneously climbing a rock climbing wall when he was on vacation well into his 80s just to show that he still had it. It was with that same ease that he settled into his new life when he moved to the retirement home. Number four, learning and engaging. Dad keeps busy. My sister was able to teach him to video chat while in quarantine so he can keep up with family activities. He reads as much as his aging eyes allow. He also recently discovered YouTube and is now a subscriber. He's able to search and watch his favorite big bands from the 1940s, remembering every drummer, guitar player, singer, and band leader. He can recall the places, like the Savoy Ballroom and the Paramount Theater in New York City, where he saw them all. And pre-pandemic, he gave monthly talks to the other residents, playing his mixed CDs on a boombox and sharing some of the history. And number five, reflection and connection. He's had time to pause in the four-plus years since my mom passed, reliving the memories and reflecting back on his life. He's processed regret and felt gratitude, which has led to an increased capacity to express love and appreciation for his kids, extended family, and his new friends. He has witnessed a century of world events, inventions, and social change. He's lived through the Great Depression and World War II, witnessed globalization, population explosion, social changes, space exploration. Inventions in his lifetime include talking movies, household refrigeration, washing machines, air travel, nuclear power, microwave ovens, computers, the internet, cellular technology, to name a few. He has seen every aspect of life change repeatedly. He has lived through lean times and easier ones. He's learned to roll with the seasonality of life. The week before his birthday, I sat down and asked him a series of questions on how he's kept so well. What's the secret to his longevity? He didn't have an answer. He thought when he retired at 65 that he would have 5, maybe 10 years to enjoy his leisure time. That was 35 years ago. I believe that his lifelong habits and mindset put him in the best position to keep his immune system strong, to keep himself healthy, and to age with beautiful grace. He's still young at heart. What an example to set for his kids, grandkids, and great-grandkids. And I'll never forget how thrilled we all were as the family gathered on his birthday to enjoy dinner raise a glass, and celebrate a man we are honored to call our dad. Journal Reflections How are your daily habits contributing to your long-term well-being? What can you do more of or less of? You just listened to the post titled, What I've Learned from My 100-Year-Old Father, by Kathy Robinson of AthenaWellness.com. And thanks so much to Kathy for this post. One that, to me, we can all take something from, as I might have said in the beginning. There's so much to be learned from people in older age, certainly from centenarians if you're fortunate enough to know one. Now, if you have or had a strained relationship with your parents, uh, or perhaps even if they died young and you didn't get as much time with them, 
this post might have you feeling a little bit behind. After all, this article is based upon Kathy's fortune of having a great relationship with her dad, who has also lived a very long and bountiful life. But we are still all left with an opportunity to consider what we did or can learn from our parents regardless. It's easy to discredit learning opportunities if we feel friction toward the subject from which we might learn. I strongly encourage you to not fall into this trap, everyone. Perhaps your father was, you know, in your mind, the worst husband and father you could imagine. Might you learn from him what not to do? Might you learn from him how magnanimous it can be to forgive someone who held such influence over your life and still behaved in that way? Or perhaps your mother uh, died at a young age. Can you remember what she said she wished she had done more of before she passed away? What I'm getting at is that there is an opportunity to learn everywhere. And when it comes to our parents, who are such major players in our lives, regardless of their attitudes or how we felt about them or how long we were with them, it really doesn't matter the quality or quantity of your year spent with them. All right, and that's going to bring us to the end for today, everybody. Thanks a million for being here, as always, and making another episode possible. We could not do this without you. And I hope you'll come back again tomorrow to join us for more. That's where your optimal life awaits.